um yeah ethan i definitely agree i remember at this club's inception when i first heard about it i was a bit leery of the whole idea um siana came to me and she said gabe you're gonna do this and you're not gonna say no and you're gonna love it and i was like ah i am you know i don't i don't know about this and you know all of us are friends you know the people who like us who lead the club myself siana ethan and artasia we're all good friends and so, you know, I was just talking to them and I said, I don't really know if this is something I'm interested in doing, but I realized that as time went on, this is something I would enjoy, not only because I enjoyed music and instruments and public speaking, but also because I enjoyed the community aspect of it, the friendship sense of it. Um, Ethan, he said this in the beginning of the episode, he said he may seem very quiet and he does seem very quiet. You know, we're all, we all have different personalities, but um, I think this is definitely a good opportunity to just meet new people and expand your friend base and kind of branch out into into different a different area of life, if that makes sense. Uh, I want to add on to Gabe. And he when he said that Sienna came to him telling him that what he was going to do, um, <laughs> it was it was still like an idea. Like we hadn't really worked out the kinks yet because um we had just came back from Trinidad when Sienna and I figured out that we wanted to do this because, you know, the band wasn't really reliable to go places. And that's why Mrs. Mufumbu said she didn't want to take us places. So we were like, what if we had a specific group of kids, you know, like Camerata, specific group of kids that we take places. And so that's just how that whole idea started. And from there, it's just, it's been awesome. Wow, Tay's making me reminisce on uh, last year. I remember it was a process, let me tell you. And I had to call up Ethan and Gabe. I, had to, I called them both separately because I didn't want them to like uh, team up with each other and both say no. So I had to, um, I had to call them separately. And um, Ethan was on board from the beginning. Gabe was the one that was stressing me out. And I was like, Gabe, you got to do it. You got to. Because Ms. Mufumba was like, you cannot have two string players because Artasia and me, we play violin and Gabe and Ethan play a wind. So I was like, you got to do it. You got to. Because I don't know anybody else that's going to do it. And so, <laughs> and so that's just so funny. And I definitely, yes, as of what Tay said um, earlier when we were getting it started, it was a long process. I think we started, it had to be in February. We had to start like trying to make up this idea of a music club in February and we didn't get it approved I want to say to like June or July and wow it was a stress I was just so pressed about this I was just so oh my goodness and yeah I just needed to say that because it's it was just, like your baby it's yes. like your little baby that you have and yes. I'm, I'm really proud of you guys for coming up with this idea and being like, hey, we want to do this and actually getting it started. Because I don't know many teenagers who are like, well, we want this idea, so we're going to do it and actually stick with it and and go through the journey. And it's just really inspiring to see that. Thank you so much. Um, I came on the podcast and I was like, I was calling everybody. And I was like, except for Gabe, because I knew he was already on. So I was like, Hey, are you up? Are you up? Ethan, are you up? Are you up? I don't know what we're going to talk about. What are we going to talk about? What are we going to do? And then I was like, because how are we going to tie this into like scripture? Because I felt as if I had to do that. 
for some reason, I felt like I had to. And I went to my mom and I was like, mom, I don't know what, what are we going to do? Cause we're going to run out of things to talk about. And she was like, you, your father is literally a pastor. Go ask him. So I run to dad, like dad, dad, what are we going to do? I need a scripture. Mom said, do you know something about talents? And then she, and he, he gave me what it was and I did some research and then I started marking my Bible and I think it probably hates me now. So, cause I never mark my Bible cause I get scared about it, you know? Anyway, so I just had to- Are you serious? Wait, well, no, we gotta pause there. We gotta pause there. Wait, if I could show you, I'm gonna I'm a, I'm a show you a Bible. I okay. my Bible also. I feel like it's a cardinal sin. Like, I just like, I can't, I can't write in the Bible at all. No, like that's right. how I feel. You can. Right. Okay, we gonna free, we gonna free the people right now, y'all. Y'all know the Bible is a book, right? Right? Yeah. And, and while it is a book that Christians and seekers and others use to be able to um, hear and see uh, God's love for us and have instructions for how to move forward in their future, um, I want to encourage each of you starting today to write in your Bibles, unless it is not yours. I mean, okay, yeah, don't write in somebody else's book. But if it's yours, right now, write, write, write what you think God is saying to you in the margins. Scribble in it, color it, paint it. Like it, this is a way for you to explore what God is saying. So don't ever be afraid. Go ahead, Sianna. Tell us what you got on your mind, girl. Okay. So I was looking in the story of the talents and I was reading it and I'm like, I definitely can relate this to music, but how? So basically God gives, it's a parable guys. God gives one person about five talents. The next person, two talents. The next one, one talent. What happens is, what happens is, which kills me, cause this, we already know this happens. We know this happens at TA. We know it happens. The, the person with five talents guys, Doubled them. He had an extra five, right? The one with two talents doubled it. So then he had four, right? Yeah. And then the one with one talent, he done buried it. Buried it. Come on. Are you serious? Buried the talent. Now, we all, we all know what I'm talking about, but let me just elaborate on that, burying that talent. And it says gold, but I, I have two versions here. I have one on my computer and one on my thing. One says talent, one says gold. God gives you guys talents. And what happens is you are somehow in some way ashamed. I don't know why. You're you you might be you maybe you're like Gabe and Artasia and you like trivia and puzzles. I don't know how they could like that, but they do. And they might be good at it. I don't know. But God gave them the talent to do trivia and puzzles. For some reason, I don't know why. I can't tell you, but he did. They were not scared to tell you that they do that. I, if I had that, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what I would do, but um, anyway, you cannot hide your talents. Cause guess what happened? Let me, let me go on. Let me go on. Master comes back and he's asking them basically like a checkup. How are you doing? How are your talents going? The guy with five talents, 
Master, I doubled my talents. I doubled it. And he's like, wow, the good and faithful servant. Wow, good job. Commends him, okay? The next one, with two talents, by the way. I doubled my talents, and now I have four. Wow, good job. Does the same thing. I love you. I love you. Give him a big hug, you know? I don't know if he gave him a hug. Anyway, now the one with one. The one with one talent comes up and says, I buried it. I buried it. Sorry. I wanted to keep it safe. You know, I didn't want people to look at it. Huh? Now, now, which I think this is fair, by the way. He took it away. He took away his talent. I think because it's not blessing anybody if it's buried, if you just hide it. And. Once I read that, I was like, there's no way I can just pass over that and not say it in the podcast. There's no way. There's no way. Because it happens all the time. Maybe not just at TA, maybe at church. Maybe you know somebody who has a great voice and they're like, I am too scared to show my voice because I am afraid of what people think. Too many people, too many youth leave the church because they are scared of what people think. Okay? Let me just say it right there. Let me say it right there. As a pastor's kid, I know. Too many, too many. So why is it that we are so scared of what people think and not scared of what God thinks? Come on, I'm not a pastor. I don't preach, I don't speak. But that's what I had to say. But but you preach it now, but you preach it now. Let me tell you. And I just had to say that because there's no way I could just pass over it and not bring it up. And yeah, that's all. You know, I kind of want to drop that like that, though. Go ahead. Go ahead. I wanted to say that kind of hit close to home for me um, because I know I know, especially for me, I really I rare. it is very rare that I get up and do anything in front of people. Like even this podcast doing this is rare for me. Um, and so I remember um, right before. So one one of the many gifts that I've been blessed with is I'm able to play the piano. And so my mom told somebody about this once, and um, this was right before we left for Trinidad. And so my mom was like, oh yeah, so you're, you're gonna have to come back and you're gonna play right when you get back. And so I was like, so I, because I'm a very quiet person, I was like, no, this is not something I wanna do. And then I made up all these excuses in my mind. And I said, I don't, I don't have time to practice. It's just not feasible. So um, basically I left, went to Trinidad and came back. And my mom told me, okay, tomorrow we have to go so you can play. And I was like, uh, I was like, um, I was very scared. I was like, I thought I wasn't playing because I told my mom I wasn't going to play. And so um, one of the, and I really don't tell people this either. So one of the, one that, so what ended up happening was when we went there, I played and it was fine and everything, but it was just amazing for me to see how blessed people were when I went to play for them like how it really made their day and put a smile on their faces. So, yeah. I just want to add on that. That's very true. Um, because uh, I remember Ethan and I had to go to a nursing home once and we were supposed to be doing community service and they had asked Ethan to play the piano and me to speak. And, you know, um, I was kind of upset. I was like, dang, why didn't they ask me to play? You know, I wanted to to bless people. But I was like, you know what? They asked Ethan to play. He's going to bless people. And the whole time, like, Ethan was really, I don't want to say nervous. He was anxious. And he was like, you know, oh, um, I I don't know if I want to do this. Maybe, you know, I just, I haven't practiced enough. Uh, I can't find my music. Everything in the book, he was pulling it out. 
And it was amazing to see how after he played, you know, people were blessed. And I'm saying that to say, um, you don't want to be the reason someone misses out on their blessing. And I feel like a lot of people don't realize that the gift that God has given them, whether it be sound production in Jaden's case, or music in this club's case, or drawing, or in Chaplin B's case, slam poetry, you don't want to be the reason that someone misses out on their blessing because you were too afraid to use your gift. So just keep that in mind. God's given you a gift for a reason. And he has someone specifically in mind when he, he's whispering in your ear, you know, play for this, perform for that. So just keep that in mind. Yeah. And I want to um, say something about that. I play at um, a church in Delaware and Chaplin knows this because I actually ran into her at one of the, at the church. Um, and I played that day. Her husband was speaking there. Um, never, I, I really don't like playing in front of people because I, I always feel like that I'm not the best and I shouldn't be playing because I'm not the best, but they always tell me, they don't ask me, they tell me that I am playing and I, I'm going to play because I'm not going to say no. And every time I play right before I get up on the stage, I, um, do my little figuring on the board just so I get the feel of it. And I get up there and I just let everything go out of my mind and just let muscle memory do it all or God do it all. It's, and everything goes fine. And I just, I feel really good after I do it because everyone's like, wow, you know, that was so, such a blessing. It, it, it was amazing, you know, and it, it makes me feel good that I could make them happy. I can definitely relate to what Tay said on so many levels. I, since I'm applying to colleges, one thing that I want to do, I want to do music education. Um, and there's this one college, Berkeley College of Music, that I really want to go to. And I was not planning on going there like until like, a couple months ago, maybe like four months ago. I don't know. And I, I, it looks amazing. But I called them because I had a couple of questions. And they said, you do not choose your major till second semester. I told my mom about it. She said, that, that, that's normal. That's normal. I didn't know, but it is. So you have to audition to do it. And now I have not applied yet. And the deadline is on Sunday. I told mom, I said, mom, I'm scared. I am so scared because I have to play for them. I am scared. And she said, sweetie, don't let, don't let them intimidate you. You know what you can do. You know what you've done. So don't let them into, let me tell you, I'm still nervous, but I'm gonna apply probably tonight. But yeah, that's all I had to say. <laughs>